Episode 3 is sponsored by City of Stars. Head over to shopcityofstars.com and use code PODCAST15 to claim 15% off your order. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Achievers Podcast, the podcast where we hear the stories of people who have made their dream a reality. I'm Logan Fairweather and I'm here with my companion Jack Watkinson. Hello. And in today's episode, we are with special guest Grace Hughes-Gales. Hi. Grace specializes in selling personal products and she, has set, she was inspired to set up a scheme called only a call away which offers a weekly phone call to elderly people in a community who are feeling lonely or isolated tell us a bit about that grace so um my granddad had just passed away at the time and my grandma obviously was quite lonely and um, so i decided to raise money for the royal british legion by knocking door to door in two neighborhoods and raising money for the royal british legion um, I also set up a Just Giving page on Facebook, which wow. lots of people donated to, and I ended up can't speak. I ended up raising over three hundred and twenty pounds. Wow, that is very is quite amazing to hear, especially at your age. You're setting up charities like this. Uh, only a call away. I've read up about it, and it's such a nice thing. It helps out elderly people who are feeling lonely, and it gives them that bit of time to speak to someone. Yeah. yeah. And I remember looking I remember looking at the charity also and your first target was 125 pounds and you absolutely smashed that didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. So just quickly, if anyone listening to this wanted to support you, can they still donate? Yes, they can. So there is if you go to just give in there is a pop like a search bar where you can search in only a call away scheme which then takes you to the page <laughs> very nice right so grace we're going to ask you a couple questions about firstly your business and also your charity that you've made uh so yeah uh when was it you came across like your business because we've heard about you selling personalized products how was it you came across the idea um so i i started a business last year called handmade resin shop which um unfortunately closed at christmas which then i received a present at christmas which has helped me open a new business um so yeah i don't know how to explain it what's the, um, so what's this, the present you got it's a cricket machine wow which is, it basically just cuts everything into a certain shape size like most materials that you can possibly think of it will cut it <laughs> very nice what material do you use to make your things um mostly vinyl um but sometimes i use cardstock which aren't with products at the minute but they'll be coming soon <laughs> so how is it you it like came across to you that you wanted to start your own business in personalized products because we've heard that you're a very arty person was it to do with that yeah, I think it was. And I'm a person that needs, well, I say needs, I like to get approval from people <laughs> that will yeah. obviously buy my products, um, which obviously kind of satisfies that I'm doing a good job, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's more that and getting to 
connect with people. I have so many friends from my old and new business um, where we've just, I don't know, we've bonded and we speak all the time and it's not all about business stuff. So you just connect with lots of people, customers and like fellow people. <laughs> business yeah. It's yeah, it's one one thing with a business is always getting along with whoever buys and whoever like sells to you. And I'm guessing that's a very important thing to you, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And in small businesses, um from my point of view, I can see a lot more effort goes in and care into a product than if you get from like higher bigger companies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you can literally go to Tesco and probably buy a mug that you really like. Yeah, most people will try and find a small business because they'll receive it in the post with lots of really nice packaging. And they've yeah. helped someone get through maybe a really tough time or, you know, just it's really nice to see. Um, but I definitely think small businesses are the way forward when it comes to presents and all sorts yeah so if um listeners also wanted to buy any of your products where can they do that from yeah of course so i have an etsy which is ocean infinity gifts no spaces and i also have a tiktok which you should go check out and an instagram oh and some face i have a facebook page and group which i like to put offers and stuff on there so you can get it cheaper (laughs) so i I take business studies at school and it's kind of one main thing about uh, SME, bit small business, small medium business, all that type of stuff is they go by a trend. What's the type of trend you go with? So any trend that's normally around, I tend to maybe customize my products to that. Um, but obviously it takes quite a lot of time. So normally by the end of the trend, that's when you're bringing the products out, which is really unfortunate. But on TikTok, I try my hardest with because tiktok algorithms have how do i explain it they will only let new viewers see your videos if you are already really big so it's really hard to gain followers if you are a small business or a small account yeah that that comes across really well so like with your tiktok i'm not really a big tiktok user how is that a good way of like advertising your things how is it you get viewers on that so I like to record myself um, cutting the vinyl and then sticking it onto the key rings or the mugs or anything like that. And I like to do it whilst I'm packaging the products because um, that just shows people what work goes into it besides going to the shop and buying yeah. something. Yeah. So like, what you talk about Etsy. What Describe this Etsy place. I've never shopped on it. What do you do on this site? So it's a site that only, how do I explain it? It's like an Amazon for small businesses. Ah. So it's more like if you want a personalized product, then you go to Etsy instead of Amazon because Amazon's literally like put it in a box and there you go. Where small businesses, you take care and you take a a lot of person's people's time into the products. Um, Yeah that gets sent to you and it is a really nice thing because I support a lot of small businesses and when they come they're just so you get so excited because the packaging is amazing where if you went to Tesco what is it like a cardboard box and that's about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah you are right I remember buying 
well, the mic I use for this podcast, I remember buying that from Amazon. It came in, I'd say, yeah. quite an ugly box, to be fair. So, like, you, I'm guessing you wrap them up in nice little boxes uh, to send to people. What, what's that like? Is it like a, is it struggle or is it easy? So I like to wrap it in tissue for uh, tissue paper, even, and put it in a cellophane bag, which I then maybe put some confetti in, business cards, etc. Um, and then I put it in like a nice bag, if that makes sense, like a postage bag yeah. or a box, depending how big the product is, um, and send that off. It does normally bring your profits down, but it's a good way to ensure people come back. Because if you get something in nice packaging, then you think, oh, I'll buy from there again. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't so, to do that. When I had my diabetical business, I found that quite difficult to package because obviously it's clothing. So I needed to um, find a way to keep the packaging small, but in a nice like way. So we tried the best to do that. And obviously we wanted to do it in a box, but um, like in a nice luxury box. But I think it uh, put up prices quite a lot so obviously we wanted to mainly focus on just the care and um quality we put into the products yeah definitely um yeah it does bring your cost down quite a lot even if you try and wholesale you've then got to store that in your house and home yeah. or if you have a craft workshop and you get quite a lot of orders that means you're buying even more um boxes but yeah. it's just not the greatest obviously when you're not getting that many orders or you're just starting out um it's really hard to start up if that makes sense like get going yeah so um pretty much leads me on to this question have you had any setbacks so far with any of your businesses this business not really because i've only just started um yeah. i've already got a few orders and I think I've already got, um, obviously it doesn't sound a lot, but 1K on TikTok, which I'm really thankful wow. for. Um, only yeah, 50 really people see it, really. But when there are people that do genuinely want to buy from your business, um, you'll get all that traffic and all that like looks on your Etsy, which then bring your sales up. Yeah, you are right. But to be fair, if you think of a thousand people on TikTok, that's a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. That's only going to keep rising like the more you post, is that right? Yeah, that is right. However, you have to use, um, I don't know, obviously if you've not been on TikTok then you won't understand, <laughs> but the specific sounds, if there's a sound kind of trend going around, um, then your video will go up in views if that makes sense but tiktok unfortunately have because my business page is set up on a business oh how do i explain it <laughs> a business yeah, a business account yeah yeah um, and we're not allowed to use half of the sounds that are trending so it is really hard to um build your business up why is that is it copyright or like i'm not why? actually too sure but i do know if you turned it to a creator account then most of your videos could get taken down or your whole page could get taken down if they realize that you are a business account so it's not a win-win at all um, yeah wow. yeah um so when you post on tiktok do you find that the more you post the more views you get because if we 
uh, we've got two episodes out now and the second one has done better and I think that's just because of the consistency of posting weekly. Yeah, that is true. Have you posted that on Instagram or TikTok? Uh, obviously on Spotify. Oh, Spotify right here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot then. Um, Imagine a TikTok page for a podcast. I actually follow a lot of them. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> to be fair, that'd actually be quite mm. a good idea. Should think about that. I know. <laughs> a lot of people do it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it does consistency does work in your favour. However, if you try and post too little, like I don't know, with podcasts it's different because obviously you're not going to do it every single day. But with yeah. my business, I have to, or even twice or three times a day because if I don't then my views will go right down to even like 10 people out of a thousand. So, wow. So like, do you have any, like you talk about this TikTok and how great it is. Is it like, does it attract new people to you? And like, do, can you make friends off it and like local buyers? Yeah, definitely. So I have a few friends off TikTok that we probably just messaged about doing a collab or just, doing any sort of partnership which has then turned into hey how are you today and we've actually just been talking like normal chit chat Um, so yeah (laughs) wow and you talk about this etsy site so i'm going to ask you a question for the people who kind of how do i say it want to start their own business how easy is it starting a business on etsy or any other like sites that you know yeah, so Etsy is quite easy to sell from. However, I wouldn't use it as a starting point because okay. it's very um, – the fees are quite high. But if you're not bothered about fees, then definitely go for Etsy because it does try and push, like, sales towards your way a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you're not – too if you are bothered about fees, like if it costs you quite a lot to make products and you're going to advertise elsewhere, then I'd say Depop is quite good. Um, because that only takes a percentage of your, um, oh, what's it called, price that buyers have paid. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it is, you just need to make sure that you have the time for it, I think. So with Etsy, is that, um, is that a fixed amount of, uh, of the fee or is it, is it, like, does it vary from how much you've made? It varies from how much you make, which is the same with all sites because they're not just going to take, what is it, 10p from a £2 product and 10p from a £100 product. Um, So it really varies on the product, but you need to make sure that you have a look at all the sites possible to see like the cheapest fees, but the most traffic and orders that you can get. Shopify is quite a good site if you can afford it because that's a fixed fee per month. and and things out of your orders i believe possibly i'm not sure i don't yeah, have one i've actually i've um used shopify before and i think i used it for about five months and i just had to cancel it for how much uh, how expensive it was wait look what yeah. was it selling <laughs> what what was you selling something yeah had a have i not told you about this diabetical oh wow what talk Clothing us that. brand oh okay, wait so yeah you did tell me I about think, that it's diabetical yeah. I thought that was its so, own website to be fair. It was, but then I had to, and then I had to, um, that was getting too expensive um, with clothing and everything, and it was very time-consuming, so I had to change it into something else, and then it just died down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Well, it, it was fun whilst it lasted, right? Yeah. 
yeah <laughs> and obviously it was fun because I met like a lot of new people and getting to partner with different type of people was fun also mm. yeah so like you talk about these social medias and how these attract followers and buyers like what would you say was the main how do I say it the main like social media that got you all the things all the buyers um with it's really difficult to explain with the fact of like your um audience so for tiktok your audience is normally like even though they shouldn't be on it like nine to i don't know 17 year olds yeah um, so the up to 17 year olds they normally have their own money to spend on your small business um or like the little kids are normally asking their parents for it to then look at my Facebook. So it kind of all ties in together. Um, but Facebook is normally, like my Facebook page is normally adults either buying for their children or buying like gifts and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you have to um, find your target audience or did you just like pretty much straight away know? I think most of my products are for that in-between age um well it varies within product but most of them are about 17 type of ages if that makes sense Uh, like teenagers um so I try and post on TikTok and Facebook well I post on all my social medias as much as I can to promote my products and try and get people to buy them yeah wow so it I'm gonna ask you this now uh do you want to plug your social medias in here quickly? Yeah, of course. So <laughs> my <laughs> always going to take that offer. Yeah. Um, my Instagram is Ocean Infinity Gifts. Um, my TikTok is Ocean Infinity Gifts. My um, Etsy is Ocean Infinity Gifts, and so is my Facebook page and group. Wow. I will also leave that in the um, description of the podcast. So if you did not catch that, which you should have, because you can just skip it back, but um, <laughs> it will be in the description of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so moving on to a newer topic. Uh, so your charity work, as we mentioned yeah. before. Talk us through a bit about what happened with the charity work. So, obviously, as I've said, my granddad passed away, unfortunately, leaving my grandma quite lonely. Um, and obviously she didn't have anybody around because of coronavirus we can't go and see her um which is very sad because (laughs) she's lonely um but I obviously wanted to call her all the time and then it just made me think about how many elderly don't have husbands or don't have wives and have to do their own shopping I mean most of the time elderly really do like to do their own shopping because they like to be independent but if they can't in coronavirus who's doing their shopping and then they must just be really stressed and it's just a whole line of what ifs um so I obviously created it giving those people a chance to talk if they wanted to um and I had a few people call me and I've had a few calls and it is really nice to speak to those people who like to talk about their family or like to talk about their hobbies or when they were younger it's like I know definitely my great-grandma always used to talk about um when she was younger and what it was like when I don't know when her dad came home and it's just so lovely to see or well hear about it <laughs> and people just like to 
give money to it and help you get yeah. through it if that makes sense yeah that was um it was very inspiring when I seen that and it just came up on my Facebook and I was like wow <laughs> um especially at your age to do that it's um incredible thank you yeah age I is definitely something that brings you down <laughs> so it so you raised quite a lot of money for it and you you make a weekly phone call is that right yeah it has or it was all originally a three month um kind of process if that makes sense yeah. um but i could ask them if they wanted to keep on doing it at the halfway point um and the at the end of the three months period i'd ask them if they wanted to carry on but outside of the scheme if that makes sense yeah. um and only one person did but i think that was more of the fact that like they can see their family a bit more now um and they're quite busy but yeah i still talk to some of them every now and then it's quite nice to hear so it so you could you've talked about how do you feel lonely? How do you think they feel once you've called them and after they've got the weekly call? Well, it's just nice, isn't it? If somebody calls you, you're like, oh, someone actually wants to speak to me. It's not yeah. just you're not alone. But then, even if you're alone in your house, you're not you can speak to somebody. And if yeah. they have any problems and if they're local, then I can like go and get some milk or whatever. You know, if I know them personally yeah um if they need it but it's just nice to know that somebody cares and listens to you yeah yeah and i um think especially during covid and obviously you can't see uh many people i think it's great that you've done it at that time as well yeah definitely covid's <laughs> took a lot from this yeah. year past couple of years i guess yeah at least the vaccines came out now and a lot of elderly people are getting the vaccines. Yeah, definitely. Um, my grandma's just had it, um, and she seems all good so far. So hopefully they're going to work. So Grace, uh, that's about all the time we have left. We've been through all the questions. Uh, we would just like to thank you for coming onto the podcast. Is there anything you'd like to say or ask before you leave? Before no, we go, not really. Just thank you for having me. It's <laughs> uh, no problem. Thank you for listening to the Achievers podcast and we will see you on the next episode. Goodbye.